Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Maybe everyone's settled their differences and I can finally go outside. All right, let's do it. Here we go. And... I'll just get Instacart. Follow the affiliate link in the show notes below to create your account with Instacart today. Do all your shopping without leaving your house. Coming to you live from my apartment, this is The Short News with Alex Maynor. Surprise. Guess who's back? Back again. Yeah, I... I got bored today, and I finished my homework a little bit earlier than I thought, so opened up a can of all-day IPA and just sitting here recording because, you know, I thought that the uh, the assignment that I was doing for class today is actually a very interesting topic. At least one of the sources that I used is a very, very interesting um source yeah it's a video um so i don't i don't know my audience is around my age so some of you may have had this video but when i was in health class through high school they showed us multiple times this same fucking video sex education um abstinence video by this um, by this woman named Pam Stenzel. And she she just, she's a scary lady. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because today in, in class we were talking about um, how sexuality, or, or how, how were we taught about sexuality and sex during our time growing up, and how did that affect us now, or then or whenever and it was really it was really cool going back and thinking about it like you know what my my parents were very um all or nothing about it like yeah no you're not you can't even do anything even with protection like my mom found condoms in my wallet when I was a junior in high school and again and a virgin too a junior virgin in high school did not have any use for that but I had it to be prepared. My friend gave it to me. He was like, here, take it. Um, and and she grounded me. She screamed at me, grounded up, grounded me, and then like told my girlfriend's parents that she found it on me. So that was that was a bad a bad situation that soured 
the way I feel or felt at the time about sex. Because, like, okay, the, the last thing a kid wants to hear is yet yeah, don't do it at all just because I said so. That's just, that's essentially saying do whatever the hell you want to a kid. I don't know. Like, th so this, this lady has this YouTube channel, but she used to be a public speaker. I don't know if anyone will even have her on their anything anymore but she uh she yells at high school students until they say they're going to be abstinent and i i thought it would be interesting to look at that but first first i want to go over um so we still don't know what's going on with unemployment uh trump said he's going to extend the benefits Though, I don't know if that means the $600 or it's going to be a little less or what they're going to do. But I think everybody is in agreement that we can't just leave people in the dust. Even Republicans like McConnell want to do something to um, alleviate the issues that working class Americans are having. And, you know, I, I'm glad I'm glad you guys came around. I am really glad you guys came around, but it's a little late. Uh, what else is going on in the world? We still don't know what is happening with TikTok. And, oh, yeah. And Trump is essentially passing Obamacare. <laughs> Remember when he said he was going to repeal and replace it? I didn't realize he, he meant repeal and replace it with the same exact thing, just with his name on it. But then I remembered. That's what he does with everything. Trump Tower, he doesn't even own that. It's just licensed in his name. It's the same thing. He just wants to put it in his name and take the credit. Which, you know, I'm just happy that they're going to be, like, private insurance companies have to cover pre-existing conditions. I, I, I don't like the fact that there are private insurance companies. I think that should be eliminated. But, you know, little little victories here and there, right? I don't know what that has to do with abstinence. It doesn't, but bear with me. Yeah, so get ready for Trump care. Um, here's some news that just got in on my Reddit thread. Um, Kanye West removed from Illinois presidential ballot after nearly 2,000 invalid signatures were discovered. Damn, every musician is out here faking their shit. 6 9 pays for streams. Kanye fakes his election signatures. What, what is going on? Everybody in Hollywood, I'm realizing, is fake. And it's ridiculous. Like, okay, here's, here's an example in the podcasting world. Um, to, to fellow podcasters out there, this is a warning. Not, not like a, like, I'm giving you a warning here. No, this is a warning about something that is going around that you need to be aware of and i'm glad that i caught it when i did there are people that find podcasters on the internet on social media whether it be instagram twitter whatever they hit me up all the time and they're like hey do you want itunes podcast promotion and it's usually broken english and they're like they'll charge you like 70 to 200 dollars depending on 
how how fucked up they are. So they say, I'll promote your podcast. You'll get thousands of plays. All they're doing, yeah, you look at your statistics, that number is going up, but all they're doing is hitting the get button, not on Apple Podcasts even, on iTunes, which barely even exists anymore. They're hitting get on that just multiple times over and over again with different accounts and just doing that. You're not getting actual plays. You're not actually getting any exposure. If anything, it's keeping you from putting your shit out there because you think you're already developing a fan base. And I'm saying this because I, okay, I paid for this once, months ago. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Yeah, my numbers are going up, but why are they all iTunes? And like not Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else, just iTunes. And I looked up my podcast on iTunes, and I'm like, yeah, there's no way this is real. Nobody uses that. That's bullshit. Do not trust anybody on Twitter or Instagram that says, I will promote your podcast. Especially if they say iTunes, because they literally mean iTunes. Fuck. It's, don't, just don't do it. You can, here's, here's a good way to promote your podcast. Twitter. Twitter allows you to promote your tweets. It's a minimum of 50 bucks, so you got to save up. When I was getting that unemployment money, it helped a lot because I was able to promote the music. But um, anyways, yeah, don't... What was my point? Oh, I remember. I remember. Kanye. This dude thinks he can just run for president with no experience at all whatsoever and I just you're a musician like if I if I ever ran for president I'd want somebody to be like yo stay in your fucking lane dude you write pop music like what 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 are you doing like I know I get political a lot here, but I think as as a citizen of this country, and yeah, you can you can uh, you can question that all you want, but I was born in Danbury, Connecticut. Boosh. Um, as as a an American citizen, I I think I need to use my voice when I am pissed off about an injustice being done on somebody. So that is what we do here. Kanye West is not going to be president. If anything, he's just going to take votes away from Trump and Biden. I I don't know to whose advantage that is, if somebody is pulling the strings there, but, you know, just don't don't vote for Kanye. It's not worth it. Yeah, he made 808s, but but it's not that good. It's not run for president good. Anyways, that's the short news part of the the show. See, look, we stuck to short news this time. Now, 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 what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a look in the book, talk about sexual education. No, I'm serious. We're gonna talk about sexual education today. Everybody gather around. 
we got to talk about Pam Stenzel is her name. P-A-M-S-T-E-N-S-T-E-N-Z-E-L. And here she is talking about chlamydia. Viral. Two types of STDs, bacterial and viral. A bacteria is curable. Medication we can give you, we can take care of it. A virus is not. Get a virus, you got it for life. Wait, wait, wait. We, like, are you a medical professional, Pam Stencil? Last I checked, you were just a fucking motivational speaker who didn't get aborted. If there is no cure, we've never in the history of the world cured a virus. Chlamydia is a bacteria. Curable. So what's the big deal? Big deal is in 90% of the students who have chlamydia, much like all the rest of the diseases, there are no symptoms. You can't treat a disease. You don't know you have. We got thousands of teens out there having sex going, well, it's not bothering me because I've had sex, but I don't have a disease, not been tested. Certainly not in the last three weeks, but I know, I know I don't have a disease. How would you know that? Let me tell you something pretty safe to say I know about you. If there's a student here tonight who's had sex, let me tell you something, I am pretty sure I know about you, true of teenagers all over the world. You actually believe that if you get up the next morning and herpes isn't tattooed to your forehead, you don't have a disease. What? Who, who thinks that? When you wake up in the morning, you don't have a herpes tattooed on your forehead. Isn't it on your dick? Or, like, I think people are smart enough to know that a virus can lay dormant. And, like, the majority of people I know use protection during sexual intercourse, and anyone who doesn't has kids now. Let's, let's let her. Let's let her talk. Let's let Pam talk. And Pam, if I can't see it, feel it, or touch it, I don't have and Pam, and if I can't if I see it, I disease, I would know. My nose would turn purple. My ears would be red. Something would burn. Do, do you hear how she talks down to these kids? It's a crowd of teenagers, and... She, like, oh, you guys are so fucking stupid. You think herpes will make you do, do like, the exact things that it doesn't do. Like, like all the, she's saying all the wrong things in a facetious way, in a condescending fucking tone. And she sounds like Roseanne, and I hate her. Here we go. This is from my childhood, by the way. This is what we were taught in high school. We had to watch this multiple times. And we're going to go through all of it. This is the bonus episode, by the way, motherfuckers. I would know. No, you would not know. The only way you'd know is if you got tested. You're not getting tested because you don't think it's going to happen to you. And you think if you don't feel sick, you're not sick. American Medical Association released a bulletin said this. Every teenage girl who has had sex must be tested for chlamydia every six months. Every teenage girl who has had sex must be screened for chlamydia. What if, what if they what if they're consistently with the same partner and both of those people are exclusive with one another? Then does that still apply? I don't think so, Pam Stenzel. I don't think so. Every six months. Why girls? Why not all of you? Don't boys get this? Yeah. Of course the boys get it. Who do you think the girls are getting it from? Okay, boys and girls both get it. That's why the doctor's concerned about the girls. I'll tell you, ladies, listen up. You contract chlamydia one time in your lifetime, cured or not, and there's a 25% chance you will be sterile for the rest of your life. Girls, you get it twice, it jumps. Is that true? Let me fact check that. If you get 
chlamydia. Will you be infertile? Chlamydia can also cause fallopian tube infection without any symptoms. PID and silent infection in the upper genital tract may, may cause permanent damage to the fallopian tubes, uterus, and surrounding tissues, which can can lead to infertility. Can lead to. She makes it sound like you get chlamydia, you're going to be infertile. That's what's going to happen to you, and you can't prevent it. I take Ambien every night comes to 50%, get it three times, girls, and there's a very good chance you will never have children. We have hundreds of thousands of women entering their mid-20s going, I'd like to start my family. I'm married, mid, I finished mid college. Mid-20s? Mid-20s and you want to have kids? I don't think so. I found a good guy done with all the messing around I did when I was a teenager. Now I want to be a mom. They try. And they can't get pregnant. They go running to a doctor. Oh my he God. Talks, this is my goodness, sweetheart. You've got all the scar tissue in your fallopian tube, your oh, ovaries, Lord, your uterus. You have tubes. pelvic <gasps> inflammatory disease, PID. You had chlamydia or gonorrhea when you were a teenager. What? I, I did. I, I know someone who got gonorrhea in high school, but they were idiots. And they, they hooked up with the town bicycle unprotected. And, you know, that's what happens. But that's like stupidity happens yes but that is an outlier she talks to these kids like they're so stupid nobody wants chlamydia nobody wants herpes nobody wants any of that shit and the people who fucking think with their head no and that's the majority of people think with their fucking head they do although I, my roommate was like yeah no i don't use condoms i go raw every time like what so I guess there are some stupid people out there. Okay, like it happens, Pam. It does, but you, the 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 fear mongering that happens here is just unnecessary. And I think this is an older video, but the fact that they were showing this to us in 2014, which it's only six years ago, it's like, what are you doing? What are you trying to teach kids? Like, don't have sex at all. You know they're going to. So why not just tell them how to do it safely? I had what? I had a sexually transmitted infection? How could I have had that? I didn't know. Too late, girls. Here's something, out. We, something else we've just found out about chlamydia, Too which late, is devastating to women. Not only does it cause pelvic inflammatory disease, even if it was cured, it can scar your fallopian tubes in your uterus. We have found out that your body remembers chlamydia. You forgot the chlamydia you had at 16. You maybe never... The fuck does that mean? All right, talk. Or even new. You forgot that little thing you did in college that you had to go to health services for, and now it's gone away. And at 28 years old, your body has not forgotten. Here's what happens. When a young woman is infected, her uterus and her fallopian tubes are infected with chlamydia, her body produces an antigen called HSP. This HSP alerts her white blood cells and does exactly what your body was designed to do. It says, infection, infection, we must all run to the site of infection and get rid of it. So now we've got girls who've got all these scar tubes. They can't conceive. So we decide we're going to do in vitro fertilization. We are going we to- We got these girls who got all these scar tubes. I'm just picturing like, just like a factory full of like girls with scar tubes just waiting in a line. 
Like we got them all. Like we got like where where does she have them? Where where we got them, Pam? Just I I don't like her at all. This is bringing back memories. This made me want to have unprotected sex. I remember I was like, you know, that sounds pretty cool. You know, like I could, I think I could be a dad. Then that'd be fine. Like I I could do it. Like at, at like seventeen, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could, I, whatever. Like I could. Fuck it, fuck it, yeah. I'm willing to, I'm willing to take the risk. You conceive the sperm and the egg in a dish. We're gonna take the new little embryo. We're gonna stick it in her body and have it implant. And here's what happens. When that embryo attaches itself to her uterine wall, that embryo, embryo produces HSP. Wait, I just want to note that behind her is like a, you know those background, those poster thingies, whatever they're like. It's a display behind her that says, "The high cost of free love." I just wanted to say that. That's wow. And her white blood cells go alert. It Why do they have to be white blood cells? No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Infection <laughs> must run there and destroy, and we have massive miscarriage. You may have forgotten your body did not. I, I don't think you have to put it that way. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, there are a lot of things that can happen to the body that make somebody infertile. And from what I'm reading about this, yeah, there's like... You're more, you're like, not more likely, but there's a possibility that that could happen to you. Yes, definitely. There's a, it happens to people sometimes. But the way she's making it like, you're gonna get, you're gonna, your baby's gonna die when it comes out of your uterus. That's what's gonna happen. Is like, what, why are you, okay, let's look up consequences. See the worst thing that could happen if you had sex today? Never. Far, far worse things than that. However, over nine years, I've had to tell a lot Wait, of... Wait, what does she say? Is pregnancy the worst thing that could happen if you had sex today? Never. Far, far worse things than that. However, over nine years, I've had to tell a lot of girls that their test was positive. Immediately, they want an easy, painless way out of this pregnancy they didn't plan. And I got to look at this little girl and say, guess what, sweetheart? Wait, what is she? Why is she telling people they tested positive? Who is Pam Stenzel? She better not be like a medical professional. American speaker known for lecturing to young people about abstinence-only sex education. Yeah, so who who the fuck is she to be telling kids how to live their lives sexually? Listen, I was the most prude kid in high school, so like until senior year, and then I just turned into an ass. But, like, I didn't, I like, Pam Stenzel just, she scared the shit out of me. Like, I, I always, always used protection because of her. Because of her, yeah. But, looking back, it did not have to be done this way. Let's go. Your choices at this point are bad, terrible, and even worse. Those are your options. You had a good choice. That was before you had sex. Okay, but what about um, biologically? Human beings, especially during the pubescent years, 
have a lot of hormones that chemically make them want to mate with one another. And so it's bound to happen. What are you going to do? Stop science? That's what people like her want to do. Did she vote for Trump? Probably. I wouldn't put it by her. All my suggestions right now to this video are Hannity, Fox News, Trump, just Fox News all over the fucking place. NRA, here we go. Now all the choices you've got are going to carry lifelong consequences. There is no easy way out of a pregnancy. Abortion, painful. I've counseled hundreds of women. Five, ten, fifteen years after having an abortion still hurt. Wait, let me look this up. Is abortion painful? Having an abortion feels different for everyone. It can be super painful or just a little uncomfortable. Your level of discomfort can depend on the medications you get, how far into your pregnancy you are, and how much cramping and pain you have. For most people, it feels like strong period cramps. So, in clinic abortion, it feels uncomfortable, yeah, but she, she's going to make it sound like, I mean, maybe by painful, she means like, oh, you're going to live with the guilt of, you murdered this child. Okay, if it makes you feel any better about it, that child or whatever doesn't even know it fucking exists. So you're not really doing much. It's like a couple cells or whatever. It's not a, fu it's not a fully developed human. It's, it's a mistake. It's the way I see it. Sorry. Hurting. I've counseled young girls with anorexia, bulimia, depression, cutting, attempted suicide. Oh, pull the mental health card to stop people from using Planned Parenthood. Abortion, they couldn't take that. That's not like going to the dentist and getting your tooth pulled. There are consequences lifelong to that choice. Parenting is not an easy choice. I was in a middle school recently, met a 12-year-old girl, seventh grader, pregnant with twins. Twins. I was in Chicago recently, met a 24-year-old grandmother. I made her do the math. She was 12 when she had her daughter. She was standing there that day holding her 12-year-old daughter's son because teen mom have teen mom who have teen mom until someone in this generational cycle says it stops here. I, like, personally, I think you're not going to get kids to stop having sex. You're not. It's just not going to happen. Like I said, there's chemicals in the body telling them to just fuck. So by saying don't do it at all is just, is just saying there's no other option but to have sex irresponsibly or don't have it at all. When really, you can participate in sexual activities with protection. With safety features. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, like we, we here at the Short News, I think this is an audience of people that are young adults and understand the consequences of these things. And I, I just, um, I hope that this type of shit isn't taught in schools anymore. And that instead, they're a little more progressive in teaching safe sex instead of no sex at all. Um, 
Should we do more? I want to roast her so bad. I love roasting people on YouTube. I get so tired of having to travel around this country and listening to teachers and principals and coaches say this to me out loud. Well, boys will be boys. They're all disrespectful. They, they, they just pressure girls. I get worse ticked off when I hear a teenage girl say it. All boys want sex. They just pressure you and dump you. And if you won't put out, you'll be dateless and you won't be popular and no one will take you to... Okay, um, is she about to blame the victim? Let's see. I have taught my sons to respect women. If they do not, I will kill them. And I know that my boys aren't the only great guys out there. So I'm going to say something really nice about a lot of the young men here tonight. So I don't want any boys with selective hearing. There'll be bums later going, that sex lady hates men. Did you hear? She's a man hater. Pay attention. Girls, I've traveled this country. I've been in town, cities, high schools, universities all over this nation. And I've met some amazing young men. I was at the Seton Hall University, got done speaking, and a young man came up to me, waited forever to speak to me. Finally, he looked at me, he said, Pam Stenzel, I've been wanting to meet you for years. When I was in the eighth grade, we watched a video of you. And on a video I saw, you said there were boys with integrity who treated women with respect, who didn't use them and dump them. And I decided as an eighth grader, that's the kind of guy I was going to be. Did I want you to know? Why, why is she getting applause for this? Like, it is... I think anybody with a fucking brain knows that there are good dudes out there. This generalization that all guys are bad is very dangerous. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a guy. And you go, oh, like, oh, he's defending guys. Oh, look at this chauvinistic whatever. No, like, I, I think, yes, there are, I've seen plenty of dudes that, treat women like absolute shit and it's so wrong because human beings should treat other human beings like human beings that's just the way it should fucking be but to to say that all dudes are like that is creating an expectation that the majority of dudes that a girl is gonna meet are gonna just want to take advantage of her which yes be mindful of that especially if you're in the college setting but not every guy is like that uh, except apparently i mean pam stenzel's kids are probably angels right they've never done anything misogynistic in their entire lives right he said, I want you to know that I'm a junior here at Seton Hall. I am a virgin and I'm waiting for my wife. Virgin I to thank loser. you for helping me make the best choice. I'm like, my daughter's Ooh. in college. We can introduce you. <laughs> girls, I know that sitting here today are young men with integrity, boys with character, girls, boys who do care about you. The kind of boy, if you were to date him, girls would look at you and say, I do love you and you matter. And I might. Yeah, but they also. If they love you, they're also probably sexually attracted to you. And that comes with love. Part, like, a, you're missing a whole, a whole portion. Like, you're making the dudes that want sex out to be, here's my point, out to be just all bad. When, okay, let's say you're in a relationship for, like, a while. Like, I don't, see, I don't get the whole third date thing. I say, like, a month in. 
or something. Like, take your fucking time. Jeez. But, like, let's say it's a month in and and you're, like, very attracted to each other and you want to physically do things. Then, then you shouldn't feel like, oh, like, just because now, oh, now he wants to do this, like, he... He's just uh, one of those guys. It's like, no, like, sex is a big part of a relationship. If you're not sexually attracted to the person that you're with, then, like, how can you stand being with them? Anyways. I be able to walk away from sex it's with just you unrealistic. Problems, but you won't. And because I love you so much, because you matter so much, I would never ask you to put your life on the line, your ability to have children, your future, your self-respect on the line to meet my momentary needs. Yeah, they'll just go cheat on you. I would never pressure, demand, hurt, take, and walk. I care way too much. They'll just leave, yeah. About you for that. There are boys with that kind of integrity, girls. I married one. And he's probably... No, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to get canceled. But what what she's saying there, she has a radio show, Love Lessons. Oh, no. I don't know if you realize this, students, but your most important sex organ that you have has nothing to do with what's below your belt. Is it your brain? It's your brain. Oh, 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 oh big brain you energy. You know what, lately we've been able to study your brain and find out what uh, helps people to bond, what helps monogamy. Because we couldn't study this before because we'd have to, like, really your skull open and try it, you know, and that would be quite unethical. So now oh, we actually really? have the technology through MRI to study a healthy working brain, to watch the brain function. And we found some things out about the brain as it relates to... But why does she say we? She's not a scientist. You should say they found. The scientists found. Whatever you're about to fucking say, you stupid... Sex, oh. and it's been absolutely fascinating. We found out that your brain, our brains, uh, produce neurotransmitters. And, and even though um, males and females have some of the same transmitters, there's a couple that are very different. We are different, not just the body parts, but we're different in our brain. Males produce a neurotransmitter primarily at orgasm. requires orgasm typically. And at orgasm, a male will produce a neurotransmitter called vesopressin. It's typically called the monogamy a hormone, or, or they'll, they'll refer to it as the monogamy piece. And, and some company's going to uh, figure out how to, like, synthetically reproduce this in males' brains so that Tiger Woods can actually go to treatment. And we can... Wow, that's so fucking funny. Give him a drug. But here's how... Just, just make fun of sex addiction? Tiger Woods has a legitimate problem. He does need help. He needs medication. Dude's... Living in the spotlight 24-7, addicted to sex, what do you think is going to happen? This actually works. That at orgasm, your, your brain produces this vasopressin, and it's a, an imprint of what's in front of you. You become bonded to what's in front of you. Now, in, in, in the design of our career, it's awesome, because if you reserve that, that huge like bonding for just your wife... Only time it ever happens with your wife, it's amazing what the sight of your wife will do to you physically. And that's why I love these older men. And maybe you've seen these older couples who are old, old, you know, like 
at least a little bit older than me, slightly. And uh, we're starting to kind of wrinkle in because it all goes and there's not enough plastic surgery to fix it. Okay. Okay. Some of you were like, oh, of course not. I think Ken Ritter. Nobody laughed. Nobody, nobody's laughing. She just made a Joan Rivers joke. And and this older couple, you'll see them being interviewed, and they look at each other like, "I love you. You are the most beautiful thing." I've, have you seen? I I love. It's like Pavlov's dog. What we I don't know what old people you're talking about. I think it's more like, "Ah, Gladys, what's for dinner? Brussels sprouts." And ah, what? Brussels sprouts. Oh, you made those last night. That was last week. Oh, man, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. That's that's old couples. Not, you are the most beautiful thing in my whole world. I will love you for the rest of time. I will never let go. Come, love. We must make sweet love under the cherry tree. To do is we would say we want a dog if you put food underneath the dog he would salivate right so what we did is we put food and we rang a bell we put food and we rang a bell we put food and we rang a bell and eventually we could remove the food and ring the bell and what would happen god would salivate you get a boner we oh a no because uh, we paired those two my things bad. We have my bad. Those things together over and over again this is how this brain can work if the only time that this vasopressin is released in a young man's brain is when he is looking at his wife Eventually, the very sight of that woman will cause that response. It's amazing. The problem is... Are you that saying that I can orgasm just by looking at my significant other? I don't think that... Okay, whatever. Over Keep and over going. again with pornography and images and other partners. Pornography. Oh, the evil, evil pornography that actually educates a lot of people on how sex works. Sometimes. And never been exclusive, it loses its ability to chemically bond. And we have a young man who is... So you're, you're saying that I can't chemically bond with Lana Rhodes? That's not okay? Bonded to images and not to... What about history. Gianna Michaels? A lot of times boys will say to me, well, I don't see what the big deal is about pornography. I don't see what the big deal is about masturbation because... Oh, All what's she going to say? When I get married. Bitch, go. Come on. There's not one shred of research that shows those patterns of behavior prior to marriage go away after marriage. But oh. there's not one shred of research that shows that that doesn't happen. All you have done is damage your ability to bond to that one woman. That's not true. Men have been wanking to magazines and shit. Since, like, the 1800s, I guarantee you during the, 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 or 1700s, I guarantee you during the, the fucking Revolutionary War in 1776, George Washington's, like, second-in-command came into the tent like, Mr. Washington, Mr. Washington, the British, oh my god, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I, I'm just, just looking at today's paper, uh, there was a uh, an advertisement for the tailor and the woman in the pages. I just couldn't help myself. Uh, got, got, just um, don't 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 tell anyone. I, I'll chop down a cherry tree for you or whatever. I'm fucking. <laughs> By all of that stuff, girls, we have a different neurotransmitter that's primary in our brains. 
It's Wait, but girls watch porn too. Called oxytocin, and it operates a few more times. Oxytocin can be released in a woman's brain with, with just hugging. It doesn't require actual orgasm. So hugging, and I don't mean like, hey, nice to see you. I mean, hugging. Following me? Hugging. We'll release oxytocin. That's why I get so frustrated when I go to youth conferences or youth festivals and there's bands out and there's teenagers. Have you seen them? Mostly boys wearing t-shirts that say free hugs. Free hug. Free cop of feel. I want oxytocin released. No shit. Because what the- the, That's part of the joke of the shirt. It says free hugs because they want to get hugs from girls. No fucking shit. Who, where are her qualifications? Where, where did she go to college? Let's see. Let's find out. Career. Stenzel began her career counseling young women at crisis pregnancy centers. What, telling them, well, you fucked up, so now you gotta live with it. Controversy. She spoke at a high school in West Virginia. Um, somebody spoke up and said it was slut shaming. Sorry about the burp. I'm having beer. Uh, oh, here we go. Professional podcast. Thousands of followers. I'm so sorry. Uh, Senzo was conceived when her mother was allegedly sexually assaulted at the age of 15. Her mother then gave Senzo up for adoption. She attended. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Liberty University, the Evangelical Christian University in Lynchburg, Virginia. How about that? Now that you know where she attended college, you know exactly where she's coming from. This talk of abstinence, it's part of a greater agenda. Do you want to be a part of this agenda? No, I know you don't. You're listening to the Short News Podcast with Alex fucking Mador. I talk about drugs and sex and porn all the time. That's what this show is about at the end of the day, right? This woman is now the enemy of the show. The oxytocin does when it's re- Because we don't like religion. That's what it comes down to. Here at the Short News, we do not negotiate with religious organizations. Please, in a woman's brain, it says, trust, bond, trust. Bond, right? Now there's a huge release of oxytocin in, in a woman's brain at orgasm. Sexual orgasm re- re- uh, will release that. The other time women re- have uh, oxytocin release in their brain is at the onset of labor. Just before a woman goes into labor, there will be oxytocin release. And then the fourth and last time is while you nurse a baby, which I find fascinating. I love this because when we, ladies, when we nurse our babies, first of all, we get to hold them right here, right? They're right here. And a, the eyesight for an infant is not... I mean, all I hear about breastfeeding is how much it hurts and irritates the nipple. And I, I just hear it sucks for the mother. So I, I don't know what you're saying, Pam. Maybe, maybe you like it. If, if, if it was way out there, they'd be like, blur. blur. But, but, but when we hold them right here, they can see us and we are looking into our child's eyes. We're not cows. We're not in the field going, find it. I have other things to do. We are holding that baby 
right here and bonding, right? Bonding. So, so we are bonding with our bonding. children. It's so amazing. So this causes this trust in their bonding. Now, when it comes to relationships and oxytocin release, what we found with young women is when oxytocin was unreasonable in their brain, they trust people or bond. Wait, 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 back, back. Is when oxytocin was unreasonable in their brain, they trust people. When oxytocin release, what we found with young women is when oxytocin was unreasonable in their brain, they relationships and oxytocin release. What we found with young women is when. Wait, ready, ready. When oxytocin was in their brain. When oxytocin, when re when re released in their lane. <laughs> they trust people or bond with young men they shouldn't trust. How many of you ever heard the concept or the, the saying, love is blind? What? And everyone sees a girl, you know, you got her in your mind, ladies. Yeah, about see that, that girl, girl right over now. there knows. You all know the guy she's dating is a complete moron. We all get it. I mean, we're all like, oh, my Lord, what? she has lost her mind. <laughs> yeah, she has. Let me just say something real quick. I could really go for a good plate of spaghetti. I think we're going to do that after this. Sorry. It's called oxytocin. Oxytocin a reminder to future Alex, make spaghetti. And this crazy person is all of a sudden somebody you trust. These things matter, student. They matter. They matter. And it's important. You're like, why did we have to know about, you know, cows and fields and nursing? And because this is how we learn, our brains learn to bond, potentially bond. I used to uh, take duct tape with me, and I say sex has the ability to take two people and bond them like this duct tape. And I'd roll up my sleeve and wrap that duct tape around my arm, and it'd stick really good that first time. And then I'd rip it off and pieces of my arm and some of the tape. I'd, I'd go to the person in the front row, and I'd stick it to their arm, and it'll stick a little, never as good as the first time, but it'll stick some. Rip it off their arm. Now we got all the junk from their arm and my arm. Move it on to the next person, stick it there, rip it off their arm. Now we got junk from theirs and theirs, and pretty soon this tape's going to stick to nothing at all. It's got so much junk from everywhere it's there. You have sex with someone, and you bond with that person, and the junk from that relationship will be carried into the next. Um, that's called having relationships and then developing baggage. Um, that is a part of life. You, you don't want people to experience relationships. All of these things that you are trying to get these people not to do, now that I know it is part of some evangelical platform, all of this is complete moot. This is just bullshit. There, she, she slut shames, yeah. Like, makes you feel like you're used goods with nothing but damage if you've had too many intimate relationships. That's not how it works. I guarantee you, if you're someone out there that's had, like, multiple sexual partners in your life, like, like me or any other normal fucking person, you, you still, like, that doesn't make it any less likely that you'll find somebody that you connect with. If anything, that makes it easier to navigate to know what you want and don't want. So I, I'm surprised she ever got a dick inside her. Jesus, this lady just, how'd she have kids? Really, really? like, who is her husband? And is he still in the picture? Should we do, um, what other, let's do like one more and then I'll say my piece.
and then we'll call it a day. Recycled virgin, here we go. I know there might be some students in here tonight who've had sex. Hell maybe yeah. Maybe some of you are tempted to sit here and go, you know what, Pam, it's too late. Hell yeah. I really wish you would have given me this talk a while back, but it's too late. I've had sex. I hope all those kids who are virgins are listening and pay attention, but you're too late for me. If you've had sex and you've kind of tuned me out, I need you to tune me in right here tonight. Wait, I don't what? care what you did before today. I care what you do now. Oh, is this you the born again talk? Like, Pam, I've already done it. I don't need to listen to you, and you don't need to listen to me. Do whatever you want. Maybe up until tonight, you've escaped some permanent physical damage. I don't know that, and neither do you. Please get tested. I am begging you, begging you, if you will do nothing else, please see a doctor. Girls, you have to. You need to get tested this week, again in six months, again in a year, two, three, four, and five. Who's to say the next time you decide to put this gun to your head, it doesn't go off? Who to say the strain of HPV you're carrying tonight won't kill you, but the one you get next year? Who's to say Pam Stenzel just hasn't gotten a good dicking in her life? Will. When are you going to begin to build integrity, discipline, trust? You could start tonight. Don't ever let anyone tell you oh that because you've had sex in the past means you have to keep doing it. You don't. I had a little girl in Alaska. She ran up to me. She goes, Pam, I am a recycled virgin. Cool. She said, when I was 15, I had sex. It left me with so much pain. And I knew, Pam, I was smart enough to know that I didn't want to keep getting used and dumped. I didn't want scarred fallopian tubes and cancer. Pam, I wanted sex to mean something. And I asked Jesus to forgive me. And I made a commitment to God, to myself, and to my future husband that I would never have sex again until the day I'm married. I said, sweetheart, that is amazing. You have been forgiven. Your sins thrown as far wait, as the what? east is from the west. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, here we go. Back to religion, guys. Look at that. It all comes full circle to the Jesus, Jebus Lord. That's what this is about. It's about spreading the evangelical law to the public school systems. This lady would come to public schools and spread her bullshit. I don't know if she still does after she got canceled. She might. If, if not, she still made a good living off this scaring kids into like not exploring their sexuality at a developmental time in their lives there's risks to everything anytime you get in a car there's a huge likelihood that you die in an accident so why do you keep doing it because you you're gonna there's no way to avoid it you just you have to get from point a to point b people have fucking chemicals in their brain that tell them to have sexual intercourse with people and when you are a developing person an adolescent that is when they're most strong so you are telling a fucking boat not to float essentially how are you gonna do that it's stupid i'm gonna stick with what i said pam stenzel hasn't had good sex in her entire life Sweetheart, someday when you get married, you're going to have to tell that boy what you did when you were 15. You will have to rehearse your past. What you did when you were 15? Oh my god, if I had to relive what I did when I was 15, it wouldn't really be that big of a deal, if I'm being honest. Like I said, I was a 17-year-old virgin, so... 
that wouldn't be that bad. But even if you've done stuff when you're 15, I don't think like any guy that you're that you're going out with and like committed to is gonna be like, oh, you you had sex with a guy when you were 15. I'm gonna break up with you now. You're used goods. Like that that's such a evangelical idea, and 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 it makes sense. She went to Liberty, right? We we know now. Um, we're not a religious show. I know there are religious podcasts out there. No, we're spiritual, but not religious. We believe in finding yourself. And part of finding yourself is sexuality, exploring that. That's a huge part of identity, is figuring all that out. Bonding with somebody. And to to find somebody to bond with takes putting yourself out there which is something that she is promoting against. He's going to have to know. Sweetheart, you're going to be able to look at that boy that day, and you're going to be able to say, I was forgiven. And for the last three years, five years, not last week. Last week I went to church and I sinned. For seven years I have waited for you. I have kept myself pure. I have walked in integrity for seven years. And we're going to know what kind of damage you've done when you've had, you've had those years to make sure she's okay. You can walk out of here and keep putting your life at risk for today. You can say no more. Choice is yours. Someone's going, yeah, but Pam, if I... Wait, keep putting your life at risk? Oh, my God. This is... If I go to my boyfriend or girlfriend and tell him I love him, I, I don't want to break up, but I don't want the sex, they'll dump me. If I won't have sex, it's over. Really? But yeah, you're... yeah, because sometimes some people value that, other people don't. And if you don't have the same values in a relationship, then it's not going to work. Who's to force that? It's just, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If two people don't agree on such a intense topic, then that's a big deal breaker. A relationship based on, based on sex. You want to test a relationship that's sexual? You want to find out if they love you? Stop. See what they love. Well, you. no, that's just manipulative. That that right there, that's manipulation. Um, don't do that. See, they'll still be around if they dump you just because you want to have sex with them. Learn. I don't think anyone would dump somebody for that. They'd be like, "Just why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> what is? What are you trying to?" accomplish here so that that was what i grew up with in high school we were shown that multiple times and we were told the only way to truly prevent any of these sexual things from happening these consequences is to not have sex at all meanwhile like the whole school is having sex with each other and it's like what the fuck you're talking to a bunch of people that aren't gonna listen and just are gonna see this as bullshit if you really want to make a difference just tell people to do it safely it's the same thing with drugs and alcohol you know these kids are gonna drink you know they're gonna smoke weed just tell them to do it fucking responsibly and if they're stupid about it then yeah they're gonna get in trouble that makes sense but to practice abstinence about anything, unless we're talking like crack or heroin or something like that, um, like it's just unrealistic. 
and just not cool. So to Pam Stenzel, because at some point you're going to look up your own name because not much is going on there. And maybe you'll see this because I'll play with the SEO a little bit. Um, I hope that you know that what you are saying is extremely outdated, antiquated, and offensive. Because there are a lot of people out there, not a lot, the majority of people out there have chemicals in their brain that make what what you are saying about them and make them feel like freaks when in reality everybody is in the same boat naturally. So that's just my little thing. I, I was bored today. I wanted to make a little episode, uh, talk about abstinence and why it's bullshit. So there you go. That's what I have to say. Um, I, I want to thank Instacart for, for you know, supporting the show. Uh, go go to the affiliate link in the description of this this episode. Create an account with Instacart and start ordering shit to your house, like groceries, pet supplies, some electronics like batteries. There's shit like CVS on there. You don't have to go to CVS anymore. They come to you. How great is that, right? All right. Um, guys, have a great rest of your weekend. I am going to go make some spaghetti and play some video games. So thank you guys so much for listening. I know this is a weird surprise episode. I'll be back on Monday with a normal episode, hopefully with a guest. Yes. I'll see you then. I love you. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime. Now with our friends at On Location, true 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official Hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.